Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to a new edition of Let's Talk TV Live. I'm your host, Barbara Barnett. I am executive editor of Blog Critics Magazine and the proprietress of the Let's Talk TV TV blog. And I'm joined tonight, as usual, by Jerome Wetzel TV. Hi, Jerome. Hello. And by our heart, Chrissy, Christine Piccolo. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you guys? Good. I want to publicly congratulate you on your new uh, your new niece. Thank you. Yes, she's adorable. As yeah. always, you know how babies are. <laughs> I do. And and we'll be joined when we talk about Once Upon a Time in a little bit. We'll be joined by Meredith in Seattle. We have just like this Northwest thing going. Like exactly. Wow. I know, Jimmy. You're going to have to move out here. Uh, my brother-in-law lives in Seattle, so I'm sure oh, my yeah. wife wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I mean, I'm in Chicago, so you know, I'm not in Seattle. So I will be at the end of the month. I'll be in Seattle. You will be. I don't know if I'm going to see you, by the way, because I'm going to be at Fan Club Week until the 30th. Are you going to be here? How yeah. long are you here for? Till the fourth. We're not coming until the fourth. So, yeah. Oh, well, okay, so I'll see you. I come home on the 30th. Yeah, okay, I will I probably, I'll probably have like a, you know, like a blog critics get-together thing. Oh, okay, cool. Because there's a whole bunch okay. of you guys out there. Oh, um, cool. So, that yeah, so that'll be kind of fun. Um, okay. So we'll have like a meetup or something. Um, but anyway, I wanted to uh, do a couple things tonight. One, of course, we're going to talk about the Once Upon a Time um, season finale from season one, and then we'll go on to season two. Um, and I want to talk about a little bit, just want to give a mention to the newsroom debuted last night on HBO. Yay! Oh, where was it? Was it good? I haven't seen it yet. I, I confess I have the first four episodes, so I actually have seen the first four, and I really like it uh, this season. Oh, I know cool. Entertainment Weekly gave it a C. And I really Ooh. think it was unfair and pretty undeserved. Um, yes, right. It is. You know what? It's liberal comfort food. It's Aaron yeah. Sorkin. You know, get over it, guys. You know, it's liberal comfort exactly. food. Exactly. It's a great show. You know, I was at a party yesterday, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, the newsroom is on tonight. Yeah, yeah, It's like everybody there is, like, really loves the show because we're all, like, MSNBC addicts. So, and we miss right, the right. <laughs> we miss Keith Olbermann. So, um, yeah, so uh, it was great. I really enjoyed it, and uh, so that was good. And what else? Um, this week has been a very, very sad week. We had to put our dog down, 18 and a half. Oh, I'm sorry. So I'm sad about oh. that, but 18 and a half. Oh, oh. Wow. that was a long oh. time, though, at least. At least a good long life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was her time. It was her time. Um, so that was that was a little bit of a downer this week. Um, my novel, the new the new version, the new draft is done. So, um, yay, Amy, Chrissy, I'm going to send it to you in its new form. Okay. It is completely finished. I am like, I personally am enchanted with the ending. There are parts of it that aren't quite there yet. But I personally really like the way it ended, and um, so I can't wait to hear what you guys say. And my agent cool. wrote me an email that said it is almost there, and she wants this draft. So I'm going to send that around before I leave for Comic-Con on Yay. Wednesday. Yay! So oh, I want to kind of – Comic-Con starts Wednesday. So excited. Um, and we've got – Blog Critics has one, two, three, four, five people, including – one person who's not credentialed as Blog Critics Press, 
but is going as a blogger for the Once Upon a Fan site, but who's oh, just there you go. started. He's just started writing for Blog Critics. He's a brand new writer for us, and he's going to be doing a lot of TV coverage um, cool. that I can't do, and um, some that he's doing. And he's actually going to do an interview with Jane Espenson for Once Upon a Fan, um, same day that I'm doing one for um, for Blog Critics. So, yes, yeah, so should I tell you what my schedule looks like? Yes, I want to hear the whole sorted thing that I'm going to be all jealous. <laughs> okay, so uh, so I have uh, Wednesday, I get into into San Diego, and uh, D.C. is having uh, a press event at Petco Park. That looks awesome. like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's kind of a big kickoff thing. Um, so I'm going to go to that. And that's all I have on Wednesday. I'm also having dinner with a good friend who may or may not be listening in. Hi, Bruce. <laughs> you know, I've known each other since we were small children um, and went to Cubs games together. Um, and that, so that's Wednesday. Wednesday's kind of light. I'm going to go down onto the floor um, Wednesday night after dinner and kind of, you know, see what's on. It's it, Wednesday's the preview night. So um, you can kind of go and get a lay of the land without wall-to-wall people. Yeah. Thursday, I'm going to start. I start at 11. My first thing is at 11. For now, there are other things that I actually haven't confirmed yet that are going to still possibly happen. It will happen. They're just now getting confirmed, but I don't put anything on my schedule that's not like going to happen. Uh, yeah. Right. So um, I'm going to Thursday. I start out with going to Konami's suite, and cool. which is at a hotel nearby, and I'm going to preview. Um, uh, Castlevania Two, Lords of Shadow, which is uh, voiced by Patrick Stewart and Robert Carlyle. So, oh, um, that's the one. Okay. So I I'm going to get you a telling preview. me, but I couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah, that's the one. So that'll be a lot of fun um, to see that and report on that. And then at two in the afternoon. Um, there are dual press conferences on the move, forthcoming movies Divergent and Ender's Game. The exciting thing for me personally, I mean, Ender's Game is great. Uh, it's a great. Orson Scott Card is is a wonderful novelist. I hope they've done a good job with putting it on film, but Harrison Ford is going to be there. So I'm like, oh, oh my God, I'll I'll I would so freak low. out. Yeah. That's like so, Holy Grail right there. It is. It is. <laughs> And then um, Thursday night is also a uh, on-demand, you know, the on-demand movie people yeah. are having yeah. an end-of-the-year cocktail party. So I was invited to that, which will be cool. fun. And, of course, every night at 8 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we'll be doing a half-an-hour wrap-up of the day's events at Comic-Con. Awesome. So um, we'll be doing that every night from from somewhere. The first night we're going to probably be doing it from uh, the lobby of the Hard Rock. <laughs> so, oh, there you go. That's cool. Um, yeah, the Hard Rock. Think, That'll work. And I think one of the nights we're going to have on the guy who's the head of Comic Con, who's like started it. Oh, cool. So, like the owner, I can't. I guess not the owner, but like the director of it. He's like the director. Um, yeah. Yeah. So cool. then on Friday, I'm got. I've got the Defiance press room. We I start at 10 a.m. Friday, so I've got Defiance, and then that's Helix, cool. which is a new sci-fi show that's premiering. So I'll be going into the press room for that and interviewing the cast and creative team, and then I'm going to Black Sales, which is forthcoming in uh, January on Stars, a miniseries, uh, which is about that's pirates, cool. not pirates of the Caribbean, but pirates in the Caribbean. <laughs> So I'll be doing that, um, interviewing those guys, and I'll be doing, I think I'm going to be doing half an hour of, of sort of one-on-ones with them. So that'll be kind of nice. And then I'm going to go down on the floor and talk to Mark Buckingham, who is the artist from the graphic novel series Fables. Which, oh, cool. Are you familiar with Fables? No, I've never seen it. Okay, so Bill Willingham and Mark Buckingham created this graphic novel series long before there was a Once Upon a Time that basically takes all the fairy tale characters and yeah. mashes them together in modern day New York. Oh, and cool. It even has its own wounded hero who is the werewolf. <laughs> so, 
So I'm going to be interviewing him. I was turned on to that by my daughter, who is like, that's her favorite graphic novel of all time series, the whole series. You can get it on i you can get it on iBooks and it's actually really nice and in color and it's really quite beautiful. Um and then Thursday night, my goodness, I have like Radical Studios is having like an arcade game night. And then there is something called um there is something called Con of Darkness, which I think is like a horror fantasy party thing. So there are two parties but going up to there's also I'm going to the Vikings um you know the History Channel's Vikings mm-hmm. um has a press room that I'm going to attend and do some interviews there and then Jane and Brad Jane Espenson and Brad Bell are going to be doing a husbands and Sean Hemian and and I believe Amy Acker who is going to be guest starring on Husbands this coming year um so oh, she'll be there cool. that blue fairy herself um uh, so I'm going to go to that and then I've got another thing uh, right after this. I'm going till about 11 o'clock that night um, called Space Command. And remember I had on Mark Secree on the show a few months ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, to talk, yeah, yes. and I so his whole gang. Uh, Dean Haglund is going to be there. Um, oh, cool. The whole gang is, so that'll be really fun. Um, oh, and yeah. so that'll be a lot of fun. So that's that's Friday. Saturday, I've got – I start with um, – uh, an interview with a gentleman called Ross Ritchie, and I'm going to find out about his new project. And then I go to the Revolution Roundtables. Oh, man, that's going to be fun. I love the Revolution. Oh, my God. And then I have you know, Billy Burke. I mean, he's, you know, easy on the eyes, he's right? So oh, yeah. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Burke. Hello. Um, but I want to find me. out, you know, I want to find <laughs> out what goes from here, you know, what's going to happen from here. Yeah. So, um, and then I have the Bates Motel press room. Oh, that's followed it followed immediately, like literally immediately, by the Once Upon a Time press room. Oh my God! <laughs> followed by the Wonderland press room. Yay! Followed by oh, an interview be... that I'm I'm doing with John Fakara, who is the executive editor, uh, uh sorry, editor in chief of Mad Magazine, and they've got a bunch of new oh, stuff cool. coming out. And then I've got the press room for Grimm happening in the afternoon. Oh, so I literally wow. go from 10 o'clock in the morning until past dinner time without a break. So that'll be interesting. Um, you have to pack a lot of protein bars with me. Um, and then Saturday wow. night, NBC Digital is having a party at Hard Rock. Um, oh, I, that that invitation, I RSVP'd, and that is still pending. So, And then on Sunday, I have an interview. I'm doing an interview with Jane Aspenson, number one, on Once Upon a Time, and then a separate one on Husbands. And then I have a thing in the evening with Neil Gaiman about his new Sandman project. So, And that's my Comic-Con. Wow. Yeah, I actually had a pass on. Warner Brothers is having, like, it's a four-hour mega series of press conferences Saturday afternoon, and I had a pass. I I totally had a pass. I just couldn't do it. I I have no time. That's a bummer, though. Because I'm really trying to cover. Yeah, and I'm trying to cover TV. And I've actually sent. I'm sending Zach on a bunch of uh, on a bunch of things too. So um, because he because he's a blogger, because his credentials are not. See, I found this interesting. So. You work for you write for blog critics. You're online media because we're online media. We're like the Huffington. Right. Right. If you work for a blog like the Once Upon a Fan site or Wet Paint or one of those, you're a blogger. You don't actually get invited to press rooms. Right. Right. If you're that now, now Zach because he's Once Upon a Fan did get invited to the to the Wonderland and Once Upon a. Right, huh. that's specific because you know he is. So, have, but have next year he'll next, next year he'll go on our credentials and he can get into everything. But it's so that'll be, be so good. much fun. So it's going to be so wild and crazy. I upgraded my uh, flights <laughs> because I'm going to be I'm going to I'm going to need all the energy I can get. So I'm flying first class uh, both ways. Uh, so it's going to cool. be a really really fun 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 time. I think. I'm tired. Yeah, you guys are gonna have a blast. 
and there's parties every night. I'm going to be too tired. I'm too old to go to so many parties. Last oh, year, I was so, well, well, it's now. okay, baby. You can just send me on your trip. It's fine. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I'm so tired. Like you know, and, and don't forget, it's not all play. I actually have to go back to the hotel and write articles. <laughs> so I, I know. Here I am, guys. Um, and have my picture taken with, like, I had my picture taken with Josh Dallas last year. Um, That's so cool. Oh, my God. You have to get one with Robert Carlyle. I mean, come on. I do. You know, the one thing that I had to actually pass on the Supernatural press conference, I really broke my heart because it conflicts with my interview with Jane. I can't do both. Oh, man, I love it. See, if I got going with you, that would not be a problem. (laughs) See, and I just got I just got an invitation to uh, Cinemax has a series called Strike Force Strike Back. Yeah, yeah, I just got they it. do. I just yeah, I just got invited to something for them, and I basically said I just can't do anymore. Yeah. Um, I did not I did not get my press um, my one on ones with the Hannibal cast though. I don't know if oh, they're just not doing summer. press or they just didn't want to talk they to me. Have- Maybe they're not doing it. They could. Anyhow, you know what? Um, HBO is not doing um, press rooms, and um, they. No in fact, when. Blood. Oh. Yeah, you know, I actually spoke with um, with my press contact at HBO, who was wonderful. In fact, it was funny because when I was emailing back and forth with her, she says, "By the way, did you get your newsroom screeners yet?" And I was like, "No." She says, "I sent them yesterday." I said, "Are you sure I'm on the list?" She says, of course you're on the list. So she, she FedExed them to me, so I had them by Thursday morning. Oh, well, but I had cool. asked her, um, she had actually emailed me. She says, did you get all set up with whatever you needed for a Comic-Con? And um, they, had, they had actually said to me, the Comic-Con people that do, uh, the, the HBO people that do Comic-Con said, we really think of, of Comic-Con as a fan event. And they have a panel, and they have an autograph session. Same thing with True Blood, but no press sessions. So um, no press roundtables. So um, and that actually was that happened last year as well. But never hurts to ask. And if I have time, you know, I, uh, my contact said, "Well, can you, you know, can you cover the panels? Do you think?" And I said, "I can't wait in line for three hours." Right. I just I can't. That's why they do press rooms, so that right. you know, and you can watch the I, press panels. Just don't replay the press panels at night. Right. Well, but I, I, I like the, the press room is the best thing because then you can just ask questions and, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's so easy. Yeah, well, the press rooms actually work um, differently. They're not like backstage rooms, but what they do is they you sit at these round tables, like I think I explained last week, and there are probably six, you know, five or six journalists, and they yeah. actually bring the people to you. And... Um, you know, hope last year in the Once Upon a Time room, actually not everybody came to our table. So right. we didn't talk to Dan Morrison and we didn't talk to Josh Dallas. And, um, right. But we talked to everybody else. Uh, so you get like two, maybe two questions, maybe two right. questions. But you, you can still record, but you can record everything. So people are asking questions and you can just record it. And hopefully what won't happen, what happened last year at a couple of them, were like uh-huh. these people who just don't know the rules and they don't know that there are other people that have questions to ask. Um, right. Just like ask follow up after follow up after follow up, and then it's like, oh, no more time. So, yeah, I know. That happened to me at the daytime Emmy in the press room there. Yeah. Um, I won't say who it was, but kind of hogged the line. And I was like thinking to myself, I'm thinking, well, you know, I mean, I have like only one or two questions. I mean, you know, I wanted to, right. to get out of them and, and was just hogging it, the, the the whole thing. I was kind of upset. Maybe right. really stop anybody either. You just kind of have to like raise your voice and be aggressive pretty much. I mean, so, I finally so, get my question in. But. So you guys, everybody knows um, my schedule. If you guys have any questions, you got either you guys like Chrissy and, yeah. and Jimmy um, or Meredith or anyone who happens to be listening. And I've been actually taking a look at the stats for the re for the rewatch. And yes. it's been getting about a thousand plus per week, so oh, which is fun. I mean, people are tuning in, which is nice. Um, nice. Even they during the care summer. What we say. <laughs> I don't know about that, but they are I listening. Don't know about that. <laughs> they're, 
wave if you like us. Um, so yeah, if you have any really. questions for any of those panels, unfortunately, oh I will God. not talking to Misha Collins and to Jared. No. And to but um, I, I can't, I, you know, maybe I'll poke my head in and take a picture, but um, I just, and I have my new camera. I'm all set. I have my new okay. Nikon D5200. Well, even if you can just get a picture, I'd be happy. Okay, well, I'm going to try to do that, and I'm actually going to make sure, I think my new camera, I got this new camera, and it's wireless. It's got, like, wireless, I think. It's yeah. a It's a Nikon D5200. It's a brand-new camera. And uh, I got two lenses for it, one that's like goes to 300 millimeters. Um, and I think I can wirelessly post to Instagram right from my camera. Oh, cool. So I think, yeah. I think. I'm not sure, but I think I can. I have to look at the directions. I haven't looked at the directions. I'm like, I don't ever look at the directions for anything yeah, ever. And. I'll have to fix something. Someone's knocking at your door, Jimmy. No, it's just my wife pounding on the counter. Ah. Okay. So, um, so if you have any questions on any of those panels for any of those people, be sure you can email me at yeah. Barbara at Barbara dot Barnett at blogcritics.org or you can feel free to tweet me and please make sure you're following my Twitter feed during Comic-Con at B yeah. underscore Barnett. That's my Twitter handle. So I will be posting to Twitter. I will be posting to Instagram. And I will tweet my Instagram um, follow signature because I'm not sure what it is because it's been a while since I've used Instagram. I'm not a big Instagram user. Um, yeah, but I will I've never be, done it. Yeah, I've got it on my phone. Um, but I will be tweeting a lot. And I might just end up tweeting instead of using Instagram. So if you want to know what I'm doing at Comic-Con, feel free to uh, follow me on Twitter. I will be – and then, of course, I'm going to be doing the, the nightlies, um, nightly blog talk radio show at the usual time. So it'll be, it'll be the same time, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern. Um, it'll be 6 o'clock out there, but that's okay. Yeah, that's so, okay. We'll, anyway, we'll so, um, so you wanted to talk about uh, – Christy, I, I know – I'm like Go so ahead. upset. I'm so upset. Well, I mean, everyone knows the the sad news that Corey Monteith uh, from he played Finn Hudson. He was the main guy. I mean, he was the glue. I mean, I would say, you know, both him and Leah. But I mean, it, when he wasn't on, it just wasn't. It's just not going to be the same. I'm so upset. He died on Saturday. Um, I I am hopefully going to get a little bit more inside information, hopefully, for my article that I'm going to post hopefully uh, tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was in Vancouver at the Pacific Rim Hotel, and he uh, was found. I think there's two different – I mean, the main story is is that he missed his checkout time. They went out mm-hmm. and they went to, and they found him and he was and he was already deceased. And he had been deceased for several hours. But the other, uh, the other thing that I had heard – that he actually missed, uh, some, he, like, he was supposed to be somewhere, and then they couldn't get a hold of him, and then they sent somebody out. So I don't know which is the what. I'm trying to find the, you know, what which is accurate. But they said that, that they did do the autopsy this, this after this morning, uh, but we're not going to know anything until next week as far as wow. actual cause of death. Um, you know, it's so sad. And, you know, it I mean, is. I'm going to be doing a show. I'm doing actually a, a tribute show right after this show on wow. our so. Anybody cares to listen? Tune in, tune in, tune in. Yeah, I stayed at the Pacific. I've actually, I've actually stayed at the Pacific Rim a couple times. Isn't it? It's nice over there. I think I did. I'm trying to remember. I stayed. At, I went to Vancouver for my birthday. You know, because it's like oh wait, the Pacific Rim year. in Vancouver. Oh 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 no, sorry. Yeah, I've stayed at the Pacific Rim in Seattle, not Vancouver. Oh yeah, no. I I, I went to Vancouver for my birthday one year, and I be, I, I believe that's where I stayed. I don't it's remember. Beautiful I don't hotel. Know. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta double check that. But I mean, I know it's such a great. I love Vancouver anyway. I and, do too. But it's just I so do. tragic. I mean, the guy yeah. is so. I mean, everyone that that has been that you know sends tweets or whatever. I mean, all the celebrities that knew him and whatever, they all say what a great guy he was. He was just really humble, really down to earth, laid back. You know. He was so in love with Leah Michelle. They were, I mean, at one point somebody was like, oh, they're probably going to get married. It's so sad. Oh, that is sad. That's really so, sad. Yeah. 
It really is. I mean, and and I don't know what they're going to do. There's no word yet. They, you know, they were supposed to start filming, um, I believe, the first first week of August. They're supposed to start filming for season uh, five, and I don't know if they're going to, I mean, they're going to have to redo everything, and um, yeah. they haven't, you know, they're going to work it out. They Nothing has been set yet as to exactly what they're going to do. So, but wow. I will let you guys know when I find out. But, yeah. Yeah, please so do. Sad. Please do. Wow, that's really. Well, this part at the end of last season was all weird because he was in rehab and it wasn't yeah, pre-planned. He... So, even though, like, they, in one episode they set it up that he's back at the school working as the co-director and then the next couple episodes you just don't see him. Yeah. So they didn't explain it on screen. He just disappeared. Yeah, as he, it was. weird too. But what was funny is, is that, you know, not only that, they left it really open because remember, Mr. Schuster and him had that conflict because he kissed. That was so stupid, though. That story, but whatever. That he, you know, he kissed um, uh, Emma, who mm-hmm. was his fiance to Ms. Oh, Will. that was the dumbest plot. <laughs> I know. But they left it, so they they hadn't made up yet. So my thinking well, is... Well, they, they agreed to work together again, and that's where the last episode he was in. And then he remember. just disappeared. And then he just disappeared because he was in rehab, and so they never mentioned why he wasn't there working with them, even though the plot said he was supposed well, to be now. I'm wondering if they might even do, like, because he was kind of, even though he said he was going to get his teaching degree and all of that, I'm just wondering if, you know, they're going to... I don't know how they're going to do it. They've got character off. They can't justifiably leave him alive and not no. Again. They're going to have to do some retrofitting of some scripts and stuff and, and just yeah. kind of, you know, figure it out. I mean, there's but no I'm, way I'm in sure hell they they're going to recast it. it. People were like, oh, they're going to recast it. No, they will no. not recast it. And I can't, can't imagine. I mean, it's just. It, you know, it'd be one thing if it was not none of those. None of the. I mean, maybe one or two could maybe be recast, but not really. I mean, that whole group is so. And they're also close. You know, as far as the uh, the cast and the crew, they're so close. So it's going to be devastating to have to go back. Yeah. To, I feel bad yeah. for Leah because you know they were they were in love. It's just awful. It's awful and tragic. <laughs> it is. It's very sad. It's very I sad. Wrap my head around it. It's hard. Yeah. So anyway, tune in after the show and yeah. uh you know yeah, go give to a call. Our Heart Radio. Go to Our Heart Radio on Blog Talk Radio. Yep. So any other T V things you guys want to talk about? Um I, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen True Blood or Dexter yet, but I have them recorded, so I will see them. I don't know if you guys have seen them yet this week. Not this week, no. I okay, not, I'm not. I don't usually. Either, okay. I'm not. I confess, I am not a Dexter watcher. Oh man! I you know I. I am not into the serial killer thing. You know that's the one thing I find very difficult about Hannibal, is yeah, uh, is you know you can't get around the fact that Hannibal Lecter, who is chillingly and magnificently played by Mads Mikkelsen, um, yeah. Just wow, chilling, yeah. um, terrifyingly cold. Um, yeah. But I did a I did a piece on Hannibal last week, uh, last Sunday mm-hmm. I think, last Sunday, last week sometime I can't remember. Um, but I did a piece on Hannibal, and uh, it's I I just think the show is 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 really well done. I, I sad I'm not going to get a chance to talk to them, but um, yeah I. I I'm not into the serial killer thing, and I really, you know, I have to confess to fast-forwarding through some of those uh, Hannibal scenes because I just, he just, like, makes my skin crawl just a little bit, and he's supposed to. But, yeah, uh, you know, I really like the character development of the, um, of the, uh, of, of, of Will Graham, uh, Hugh Dancy's mm-hmm. character on it, just. Really, yeah. really good. But well, I would uh, like Dexter this year because there's a there's a very interesting twist where there's a psychologist who actually studies serial killing and all this, and she's sort of like the the main expert on the brain and whatever. And she happens to just show up, and she actually is is asking Dexter 
to help find somebody so he can kill them. I mean, it's just very interesting, and she, she understands the way that his mind works. So it's really the whole, the whole like, serial killer, the way the brain is different. So, so that part's very interesting to me because I've always now, wondered. Now, I'm, I'm finding on Hannibal that, well, Hannibal Lecter's psychiatrist is played by Gillian Anderson. Yeah. And I wonder, and Jimmy, maybe you can speak to this. What do you? How much do you think she? Do you think she knows that he's a serial killer? See, I'm not sure. I mean, it definitely seems like she knows some things about his misdeeds. Maybe the cannibalism, which I mean, I guess if you're a cannibal, you got to get your victims somehow. Your dinner. Yeah, um, yeah I but. I don't know. It's, I, I really was left wondering how much she knew at the end of the season. Yeah. I, you know, Katie just said, um, ha, Katie just said, I'm less bothered by cannibal, Hannibal, Hannibal, than I am by Dexter. Um, me too, I think, just because Dexter's the good guy, and we know that Hannibal, right. that, that well, sort you know, of Hannibal is. Guy. Uh, Wait, yeah. Hannibal's the bad guy? Spoiler no. alert. <laughs> <And she> <laughs> She says, yes, Dr. Scully knows. Well, Dr. Scully knows everything. She knows everything. Dr. Scully knows all and she knows all. Oh, oh, that's one of the things that's going to be a Comic-Con, and there's no oh pressing God, for it, so I'm going to try to make it happen uh, just time-wise. I just don't know how. There's going to be a 20th year. Yes. Oh, and everyone's me. there. Everyone's there. Everyone's going to be there. Chris Carter, David oh, Duchovny. Jillian Anderson, Dean Hagland. It's oh my God, I want to go so bad. Kristen, no, you don't understand. I am an ex-violee. I am. Me too. Am, oh my God, David Duchovny, you have to hey, go and see this. You're, you're talking. And, I I cut my fanfic oh writing about um writing X Files fanfic. That was my first oh foray my. into fan fiction. Was X Files. People know oh me for my house fan fiction in the fan fiction world because I wrote tomes and tomes of house fan fiction. But oh I wrote gosh. a ton. I wrote. I have my own um, my own X Files fan fiction site, <laughs> and I wrote a ton I of it. So it's all Mulder torture. <laughs> all Mulder torture. Have all the, you have to go. And you just, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Oh, my God. And you have I, to say, if you, meet, if you meet David Duchovny, I'm going to be spiked. You're going to have to say, and my friend, my friend and, and fellow blood critic person who didn't have her credentials yet. <laughs> I'm going to give you I, a hug and a kiss. So here it is. He's really, he's really, really tall. Um, yeah, here it is. Yeah, he used to. I used to be. I had. I crushed so bad on David Duchovny oh, back too. in those. Me too. In those until he kidding? until he until he insisted the show move to California. No, I was still crushing. I was not. I, I was not happy. He, almost everything that he does. Oh my god. I know. I, I recently just watched Return to Me, which I absolutely. I, I you know, and that was during the height of my fan my my uh, X Files fan fandom. Um, and yeah. I loved it. It was actually shot here in Chicago yeah. and at Lincoln Park Zoo and the surrounding area. So I actually oh, went down oh, there when we went. We took under the pretext of taking our yeah. children to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> We're taking our kids to the zoo today. It's like, a really? I <laughs> it was. My husband said, <laughs> okay, are they filming today? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> They could oh, be. Okay. I don't really let's know. Let's, let's just see. If I could just get a you kiss with David, please. <laughs> I will try. I will try. You know, I'm going to meet Dean Hagelin. Oh, I'm going to another panel where he is. Yeah. And you know, he, Dean was on the show. I, he, I did a taped uh, interview with him that I think yeah. I played on the show. Um, so I'm going to definitely I'll meet Dean um, in person. We have this very... I think it was over Christmas break. We must have had like an hour and a half conversation on the phone. That's so cool. So, yeah, that's um, because cool, those are the conversations where you get all kinds of fun stuff. So, oh gosh, yeah, I got fun stuff like after season five, the show was supposed to end and go to movies, but it never did, which is why the show went downhill after the. Uh, after I still it. say we 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 need one more film, please. That's the main question. Well, that's that's the big news. I mean, that's if there's big news about I mean, an X Files movie, it'll happen at Comic Con. 
Oh, yeah. And, I mean, seriously, if you get Chris Parker, oh, my God. Uh, I'm so mad now. Oh, well. So whatever. everyone's going to be asking him that, though. Everyone's going to be asking him, is there going to be another movie? And uh, I'm sure that there well, will they be they want to do it. And this is the thing. They always say they want to do it. You know, Jillian has said they that. Do. David has said that. Chris has said that. Okay, well, I um, know we, we know that you want to do it. Can you do it? Okay, so this is what um, Dean Haglund told me. Everyone was on board with it. Everyone. Everyone's on board yeah. with it. Um, every single person. They were just waiting for Chris to come up with a, a, a script. Come on, and that was oh, my what God. I, I have a script ready. Summer. So if he needs some script, I already have the whole thing figured out of what they need to do. <laughs> so they need to, seriously, no. They need to just pick up, they need to, to, to pick it up 12 years later because the kid is now 12, right? Yeah. And I think, and, and anyway, I won't tell you the whole thing, but I, I mean, I, I already figured out the whole logistics of the way the whole story should be, what it should be. I had it all in my head, and I wrote okay. some of it out. So, and they're having, they're also having a Battlestar Galactica anniversary oh celebration. Oh, it's just going to be. There's all this stuff, and I just, I, have, I like, my brain is exploding. I know. With all of the stuff oh that's, 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 and there's funny. a whole bunch of cool sessions on writing and novels and world creation oh that I want to go God. to. And just, yeah. I wish I could divide myself into four. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> you need to have like five of you. I do. I do. I do. Like Hermione on Harry Potter. I, I mean, could. You could go through it four times. You'd be really tired. You, you could do it. I could do that. Oh, we saw the movie. Did I did I talk last week about This is the End? Did I mention that last week? I the don't movie? remember. The movie This is the End, we saw it last week um, with James Franco and oh, Seth yeah, Rogen and Nona Hill. It was great. We just had Good. the best time. It was a really fun movie. I love James Franco. He's so cute. Okay. So sh- yeah, he re- and he's hysterically funny. He's so funny. All right, so let's talk about Once Upon a Time. I'm yeah. going to bring Mer- I'm going to bring Meredith in to the conversation. Okay. Hang on. Hello, Meredith. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are Hi, you? Hi, Meredith. <laughs> How are you? I'm I'm fine. Great. Good. Good. Listening yeah. to Babylon over here. I'm sure. <laughs> It is going to be a heck of a week, and I uh, can't wait for the once upon, uh, once upon a time is Saturday, so I have to wait all this time. Anyway, so let's we were going to talk about the season finale, the season one finale. Yeah, I absolutely love that one. I That's do too. One of my favorite, totally. I it's it's a it definitely stacks up as one of the best of the season, if not the entire series, definitely up there. Yeah. Um. So, well, how did it set things up, do you think, for season two, and did it do so successfully? I guess that's right. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you get the reunions you want, and yeah. of nobody knew even what people would look like after Magic came back. There was a lot right. of debate about if Mr. Gold would look like Rumpelstiltskin again. That's yeah, what I was not. wondering, actually. His yeah. skin did not turn green. Nope, he's still yeah, I've, I've always wanted to ask, why did he keep the limp? He can heal now. He can heal himself now. Why is he still limp? I think I he does it as, as a mem- He wants to remind himself, maybe. I think so, too. As a reminder? I agree. I, that's what I was, exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I think it's a reminder of what he's lost. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like so nobody else turned back to their fairy tale look. I mean, the, yeah. the blue fairy didn't sprout wings. You know, right. I mean, everybody yeah. is who they were. Yeah, um, Jiminy Cricket didn't turn back into a cricket. Right. right. I mean, so, they all yeah, it's not like Rumpel was the only one. Right. right. So, well, you know, it was just the fact that magic was actually coming. It was there. So they could they could tap into it. It wasn't the fact that they were going to transform back into the into the um, fantasy land, you know. Right. Or whatever, for wherever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think the flashbacks wouldn't have worked as well if they combined those worlds too much. No, you know, if they can't yeah, look and world. Yeah, and in fact, they've brought in some of those fairy tale characters into um, into the real world, like Hook. Um, you know, like um, um, you know, they, they've brought in so many of them. So, how many can they really bring in, and how odd would they actually be? 
Right. Um, exactly. You know. What I hated so. about that show, though, I mean, well, first of all, I liked uh, the whole, you know, Melissa Fitt and Emma yeah. having, you know, to fight. that was epic. And I loved how that they edited it because you saw her father fighting and then also Emma, the way that they cut it, it was really amazing. It was really well done. It was yeah, a really epic, an epic moment, an iconic moment for the show. It was. I would think that that's one. Of, that's up there as one of the most. I would think by the time the series ends, I think that's what you know that, people will think about for sure. To me, and, that's uh, one of the, the best examples of their parallel. When they do parallel storytelling really, really well, that's what it looks like. Yeah, totally. Um, exactly. It doesn't always work, but they re- it really the parallel storytelling worked really really well in that episode. It, it yeah. did. It was it was amazing, and I mean I I love the fact that she actually finally embraced the whole thing. Yeah. Because she was so against it, but then I think you know, obviously her panic because Henry had eaten the apple, the turnover, right. whatever. She finally was like, okay got to be it, since there's nothing else that can explain it medically. You know, I I keep wondering about that book. I mean, you know, that jolt that she seemed to get when she picked it up? I can't wonder if maybe the book itself actually, if it was created by, say, the Blue Fairy or someone, if it had, it actually has some magical properties. It wasn't just a book. Yeah. That maybe if you got to a certain place of belief, it would actually maybe restore maybe those very, very brief memories you know, as a baby, you know, I wonder if yeah. those images of her as a baby weren't just for the audience, if she actually was kind of seeing that in her mind when she picked up the book. Right. I think so. I think it also maybe kind of gave her, her, once she fully, like, resigned to it, I think picking up the book kind of jolted her her own magic that she is within, you know, because she has her own magic. She is magic. She is magic. Yeah, and also notice that, you know, in the pilot episode, the very first one, the pictures are pretty much non-discreet. You couldn't tell who anybody was. And as the series goes on, if you look at the pictures, they become more and more and more distinct. You actually can see and identify people. And it's almost like it it keeps improving itself the more magic comes along. You're right. you're talking about the cast exactly. pictures. Yeah, yeah, the the the, the, the drawings, the you know, that are in the right. pictures. That no, are in, no, the book. in the book, right? In the book, right? Right, the drawings in the book. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's probably true. That's probably true. Um, so, uh, Belle is released, and I love the fact that that was okay, a wonderful scene. That was another. That epic was awesome. Scene. Um, but okay, so how did Jefferson know? I, I think he probably stopped by once or twice during Bell's stay, since we already know that he, you know, and Rumple worked together a little bit. Yeah, that could yeah, be. I yeah, I think he must have known she was there, and and maybe after the incident with Mo French, he became very much aware of what she meant to him. Yeah, right. and by and, by doing that, he could get his revenge. Yeah, on, except it didn't quite work, did it? Yeah. No, it did not quite work. No, it kind of backfired on him, but, you know, still. I mean, I, I love, this is the thing when, before the whole, you know, before it aired, my, you know, my friend, or my co- actually my co-host, Damien and I are, you know, we were talking about it, and, and we were like, okay, I'll be happy. I remember saying, we were saying, okay, we'll be happy if, if at least they just see each other at the end, you know, even if they just leave that. And, oh, my God, they gave us, they delivered everything, which That's was seen. amazing. That was so great. The first scene where she comes into his shop and he turns around. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. He touches her. He's like, you're real. Yeah, and it's a really really tiny acting moment. Yeah. You can tell he's not sure. And I keep flashing on Jane Eyre because it's like my favorite book from my teenage years. (laughs) But where in when in Jane when Jane um, comes to Rochester at the end of of uh, Jane Eyre, he's blind. He can't see her, and um, he has longed for her. And he had reached this point of despair, and he had right. called out her name, and she heard it over the miles where she was, somewhere else in England. And when she came to him, he talked to her, or she talked to him, and he didn't believe that she was actually for real. He he touched her and he says, I, I, yeah. this, is, this 
is Jane's hands, this is Jane's arm, but is this Jane or is this, you know, when I wake up, is it going to be my pillow that I'm clutching? Right. You know, it was exactly that kind of moment to me. So I, I, yeah, I, I, it was it was yeah yeah and and you know when she when he said to her you need to go find Mr. Gold I was like yeah <laughs> I hey. mean I I was surprised you know it was just that whole thing and then even like when she got her memory back and they embraced and we kissed and I mean we got we got I mean we got more than what I expected that's for sure oh yeah we really thought they were gonna drag it out to the next season which is what they always do in soaps I guess. <laughs> See, we didn't see the yeah. kiss until the second season. Uh, we just right. saw a hug. Right, we just saw the hug. Yeah. And I had thought, okay, so maybe that was calculated because we know that if she kisses him and it's true love's kiss, it's going right. to break the spell. Mm-hmm. But right. now they have kissed. So what do you guys think about that? I mean, is... I think she can because... Again, you know, in the Enchanted Forest, it looked like magic actually went into his body, and that's why she had the ability to remove it. But Mm -hmm. here, he uses it in the air that he released. So he can be basically just like Regina. Regina can have relationships and do magic. I think he gets to be like everybody else. No, no, no. What I mean is, um, did that kiss release the curse? Because... it, it went in skin deep. When she kisses right. him, it releases well, it, the curse. But magic isn't fully in. I mean, there's magic in the real world, but the real world doesn't have right. All the, of the, the real same world magic. doesn't have that that ambient magic going through it. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be part of it. Although I would I would hazard a guess, or I would speculate that the gold that we've seen over season two, most of the time is the gold that we see who's been kissed, as it were, and who's not living under as strong a spell as he had been. Because yeah, he you think it's working it. just very, very slowly. Yeah, and because he's in love, he's he's had true love's kiss. He is in love. Someone loves him. She lo- You know, it's two-way love. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that it's more that than Belle's actual presence that has um, um, leached that curse from him, I think. Well, and and, if that's the case, even without Belle with him on the ship, it'll carry over. So that could be right. a real test. Yeah, yeah, right, right, because, you know, she's not going to be there, ha. Huh? Mm-hmm. So so what do you guys think I'm, we're going to learn at Comic-Con? Well, I think it's going to be interesting to see what, what the response is about the Rumble situation because I, I'm a little concerned that she didn't get to go with him. I, I'm, huh, I'm concerned yeah. about that because I feel like, you know, something is obviously going to happen to happen to her at some point that he's either going to have to, you know, he's probably going to have to either save her or maybe she can't be saved. You know, I'm worried about that whole thing. I mean, they better keep her. That's what I'm worried. I'm worried that they're going to get rid yeah, of her. Yeah, no, they will. Well, they will. She's still main character for this season. Yeah, she is. And, and she's going to have a very important role. And that's actually something I will ask Emily when I see her at Comic-Con. I have come into her own, you know. Because yeah. mm-hmm. she's a very, probably one of the smartest characters on the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, I, I love how they they do write her where you know she she's more independent. She's I, independent. I like that. Smart. Yeah, she's they, smart. They show she that, which I think she, is great. They need to do that. I think that she and, and Gold are the two. I, I think she and Gold are the two smartest characters on the show. Yeah, definitely. Well, definitely. Yeah, combined, they both know like, a lot. Yeah, right. I gotta tell you, I love the scene with Charming and Rumple where they he actually talks about her. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that was just so beautiful. Like, are you asking me for girl advice? <laughs> Whatever. I was like, oh, that's so cute. And now to know, well, now of course you know he's he's Henry's grandfather. They're both grandfathers. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really I I really want them eventually to be good friends. 
Yeah. I you know, think I think there's really a lot cool. of potential there. There's a huge amount of chemistry that they have together. Yeah. They're both actors trained in the British system. <laughs> so, right, exactly. They both know how to handle a sword pretty well. Yeah, and, and of course, Rumpel and Charming actually have a lot more in common than they even realize, uh, or at least Charming doesn't realize. They both came from that very, very poor background and basically became rich overnight. Yeah. They yep. both fell right. in love with uh, women that Regina ha- seems to enjoy being cruel to. And smart right. women. Yeah, I mean, they have that in common, and and they have, you know, Henry in common now. Yeah, no, I think there's definitely, and I think that if if they're smart, they'll give Josh Dallas and Robert Carlyle scenes together, because there is chemistry, and I think as as much as, you know, it's very lovely to have Snow and Charming and it's Kissy Face and Sweetie Pie and all that, they're just, there's no, there's no conflict between them, and as I learned, Writing a ninety-five thousand-word novel. <laughs> um, if you don't got conflict, it's like my husband was reading it, and it's like, okay, so where's the conflict? Yeah. In this, I'm like, well, it's but like, I want my protagonist to be really like basically they're good guys, and he says, well, then you got to find conflict somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. There's got to be conflict. So one way to have that conflict is you have there's a there's a love hate relationship between Rumple and uh, Charming I think because yeah. I think you know uh, Charming blames him for having gotten him into you know whatever situation he was in in the first place because he didn't want to leave his mother and right. for basically stealing his twin from his yeah. mother and um, so so there's a definitely a conflict there. And he also blames uh, Rumpel for turning Snow into essentially a murderer. Mm-hmm. So there's Not a lot unjustifiably. of unjustifiably. Yeah, I think unjustifiably, absolutely. So I'm going to want to know, you know, what's what's going to be between those two lovies? And I, I can't say that because I don't see either one of them as necessarily <laughs> being lovies. I know what a lovey is. Stephen Fry is a lovey. Um, Hugh Laurie can be a lovey. Um, Emma Thompson is a lovey. I mean, there are loveys. Hugh Grant is a lovey. Um, there yeah, are I'd like to see one of the couples actually have a baby on the show. Like, I mean, wouldn't it be weird if Emma suddenly had a much, much, much younger... No, I don't no. want to see another baby situation. Babies screw up a series. I'm sorry. They do. They can. They can. I mean, they can. It really can, and I mean, this is the thing, like, maybe maybe if it was the last season, maybe it would be cool to see if somebody had, you know, a tip, like, are they going to have, if they have it in our world, let's just say, and yeah, their town has magic, but the rest of the world doesn't, I mean, is the baby going to be magical? I mean, that might be interesting, but yeah, I mean, the baby stuff, it's just, it totally ruins the whole thing, really. I mean, unless... Well, maybe not this season, but someday I think it would be good yeah. development. Yeah, you know, and, and like, not all and not all the characters are magical either. So there are only a few magical characters on the show, right? You got the Evil Queen, you have Rumpel, you have uh, Blue Fairy, and you have Emma. By the way, speaking of which, I heard that um, the guy uh, Giancarlo Esposito, uh, who played mm-hmm. the genie slash yes. magic. That he will be back sometime in yep. the third season. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, he's they announced that this week. I will. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be at Comic Con, but I'm going to be talking to the Revolution cast. So. Um, yeah, I, I heard I will, he was supposed to come back for one or two episodes at least. I will be sure to ask him that if he's there. I would imagine, guess he's like a major player on the series. Um, yeah. I will. I will ask him. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't see him all the thir- the second season, so right, maybe we can finally find out what happened to him and if he has his magical powers back. I feel yeah. like they should. I mean, they've been really cagey about what his return will be, but I feel like it should only be in like fairy tale flashbacks because if you let him out of that insane asylum, then we're just going to want to see him all the time, and obviously that's not going to happen. Uh, so yeah, that's not got, fair. That's not fair. He's kind of got. It'll a be like Amy Acker, where it's like. She's never there, even though we want her there. Right, right. So, 
I'm actually looking to see if he's going to be there. So uh, let's see. So what, what episode do you want to do next, show. like next week? Uh, what do I want to do next week? Well, we should do yeah. the season. We should do the season two. Um, oh, okay. So next, like next Monday. Okay. So yes, we should do the season two. Um, Premiere. Uh, Are we doing yeah, a, a show sure. next Monday? Yeah, broken. Yes, we should do broken. We definitely okay, should we'll do, do broken. broken. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Okay. So let me see. Revolution. It doesn't say. It doesn't say who's going to be there. So, um, so unfortunately. Sure what about The Walking Dead? Are they going to be there? I'm they are. They are. They are. And I just don't have time to go. Oh. I haven't actually gotten my I, I RCP'd, but I did not have my, um, I didn't, haven't got my confirmation. I haven't gotten my confirmation to most things yet. But Revolution, yeah, it says series stars and creator Eric Kripke are going to be there. So, I would imagine that Giancarlo will be there. Um, it doesn't list everybody. So I will be there um, and talk to them. So, yeah, it's going to be I'll be sending you a bunch of questions, by the way. <laughs> yeah, please, please. You know, for all of the panels that I'm going to be on, I don't watch all those shows okay. really, really intensely. So anybody have any questions? I mean, I watch Revolution. I watch Wands. Some of the shows are brand new. Um, I know. I'd, I'd really to... like if you'd ask if either Barbara Hoshi or Rose McGowan, you know, as Cora, are going to be back for yeah. any of the flashbacks. I will ask. I, 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 I did think I was pretty sure that Rose was supposed to come back, Rose McGowan, but I'm not sure. If you guys can send, can you guys send me an email and just ask, you know, any questions you want to ask, because yeah. I should have at least be able to get in a question or two for each one of the cast, assuming they all make it to our table. So um, I please feel free. Um, I, I mean, I'll have my own list of questions, but um, please feel free because sometimes people's uh, other people's questions are better than mine and I will use them. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> uh, so that, that goes for everybody listening out there. Um, on Twitter, on the app, um, on live or wherever, uh, definitely tweet me. Um, and just if you would put the hashtag on it, BB at CC, and I will know mm-hmm. that it's a Comic-Con question. That was Jimmy's idea. That and my coverage tag. Just gonna say. It is a good tag. Thank you so much. Um and my coverage on uh on Comic Con will all have the hashtag, two hashtags. It will have the hashtag S D C C and it will also have the hashtag BB at C C. So um yeah, I so please make sure to to tweet me questions um and I will be tweeting Constantly, I got a um, a supercharged uh, battery extender for my phone, so I should have plenty of phone battery during the day, um, and lots of batteries and three spares for my camera. I remembered last year I ran out of batteries on my camera, and uh, I bought three batteries uh, for my new camera and. Uh, so that should be sufficient, I think. And my video recorder, I will have plenty of uh, plenty of batteries as well. So I'm going to be doing lots of taking pictures and videos, and I will be doing uh, posting videos on Vimeo. So follow me on Vimeo, find me on Vimeo, because I will be posting all videos on Vimeo. I will not be posting to YouTube because sometimes the interviews go on longer than 15 minutes. And uh, Vimeo is just easier to just upload directly. And um, so um, if you want to see my videos that I take during Comic-Con, subscribe to my Vimeo channel, and uh, you'll get them that way. So any last thoughts, guys? Yeah, um, I really love that last moment in, in, um, you know, the finale where Regina – she could have run anywhere, knowing that people would be after her, but she yeah. went home and cried on Henry's bed. I love that. It was a really I nice love that moment. moment where she says to Henry, 
no matter what happens, whatever people say, you know, I yeah. do care about you. That's so yeah. important. That was- yeah, but something tells me I don't think that her true love kiss would have actually woken him up. I'm sorry, that just isn't true enough, no. not yet, not if you're willing to kill her other mother. Right. I Yeah, I do not believe that. I believe that however much Regina cares for Henry, and I believe that she cares for Henry a great deal, however much mm-hmm. she loves him, I don't think it is the kind of pure love that it is. No, it's it's kind of the same kind of love that Cora has for her. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. She's willing to kill off loved ones. It just doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't. Well, I don't think Regina would ever go so far as to try to kill Henry. Whereas Cora, you know, could easily kill Regina. I think. Oh, I definitely think so. I definitely think so. So it's not quite the same level, but yeah, there is yeah. there is a bit of poison there. But I am going to be asking a lot of questions about, you know, and you know they're not going to say anything. I mean, I think my best interview on Once Upon a Time will probably be with Jane, who never tells anything about anything, but she does it so nicely. <laughs> Is your name Jane Esmondson? I actually had dinner at my uh, rabbi's house Friday night, mm-hmm. and she's married to a another rabbi. And uh, mm-hmm. so... Um, the, our rabbi said, tell my husband, um, like, where you're going. And I said, well, I'm I'm going to Comic-Con. And he just about dropped his fork. And he just, she says, well, tell him who you're interviewing. And I said, well, do you know who Jane Espenson is? And he didn't he did drop his fork. I'm a teen. I'm a show. I just thought I'd let you guys know. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Chrissy, are you leaving us? Yes. I just realized. Go do your, oh, my God, it's like 701. So. Go do your other show. Go do your other show. Okay, bye, everyone. I'll talk to you next week. Uh, okay. Okay, bye, Chrissy. Um, bye. But what she, bye. But what she said was, what he said was, if I were a pagan, I would be worshiping at the altar of Whedon. <laughs> and Jane is one of the goddesses. She's oh, the yeah, goddess absolutely. of the Whedon verse. So um, I actually just turned down uh, a thing for Shield, you know, Marvel's Shield. Why? Because I don't have time. Too bad. <laughs> it's just <sighs> Whedon. I know it is, and you know what? I didn't get this invitation until this afternoon. Uh, and uh, you know, it's like I there's only so many things I can do. In fact. Um, I just sent it to Zach and I said, Hey Zach, will you cover this for us? Agents of Shield, it's Friday afternoon. It's like I've got four other things scheduled at that time. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, and and to press room. So there's invitations and I just can't do it. I just I mm. wish I could do it. I just can't. I just don't have time. So in fact, I just got an email from the Space Command folks saying. Hey, yeah, we would love to talk, sit for a quick interview after the panel, which is not over till 10 o'clock at night. And they said, but if you can, you know, if we can schedule something like, you know, Thursday or Friday, Friday or Saturday afternoon, we can sit down for you for a whole nice long time. And I'm looking at my schedule and I'm looking at, well, unless we did like eight in the morning for coffee, mm-hmm. I, I got no time. I have nothing left in my schedule. Um, but I can fill without really making myself crazy. Now, the good thing is almost all the press interviews are in the same place on the same floor. That's good. They're all at the Hilton, on the, almost all on the third floor. Some are on another floor, but uh, they're almost all in the same place, which is really nice. It's kind of cool because you walk into the Hilton and you go up the escalator, and in order to go mm-hmm. up the second escalator, you have to show that you have a press badge, which is kind of neat. But fun. It's like, ha ha! I've got a press badge. Enjoy your week. <laughs> thank you guys, and thank you for coming on and talking. As always, it's always fun to talk to you guys. Mm-hmm. And tune in during the week during Comic Con coverage, and I'll be back next week. And I will you probably won't be able to shut me up, so you'll have to do that. You know, say, hey, Barnett, give us a chance here. <laughs> so. <laughs> Don't be afraid to do that ever. 
Um, so, so are I you want... ready to do another Once Upon a Time next week, or is it just all Comic-Con? Oh yeah, my you God. might want to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. We won't do, like, we can't do the premiere, because what we have to do is we have to talk about everything that happened at the Comic-Con panel. Mm-hmm. So the premiere will be a couple weeks. Yeah, let, let's let's do let's do a Once Upon a Time Comic Con wrap up, and I will play clips from my interviews and stuff. So um, if I have time to put that together, otherwise they'll be raw. <laughs> but um, I want to you know pull out the best of the stuff from the interviews and uh, stuff. So yeah, let's let's talk about season three next week. Uh, because Are you going to be, be um, writing an article on your experience at Comic Con? Every day, yeah, I'll be. Uh, my coverage, my written coverage, will be um, a general post every day, plus for shows that I really cover, cover, and that I do one-on-ones for. Like I'm going to be doing one-on-ones for um, Black Sales, so I'll probably do an article on Black Sales. I'll do an article on. Um, Revolution. I'll do an article on, you know, so I'll do, and and those articles will all have attached to them um, video. So, um, yeah, so I'll be doing articles every day. Um, I'll be posting, Zach will be posting. I have three other writers. Gordon Miller will be posting, and then uh, two of his guys are going to be posting. So we're going to be like crazy. And if you go to blogcritics.org, on the front page, on the right sidebar, um, there is a special Comic-Con widget. So all of our Comic-Con coverage will be accessible from the front page all the time, all for the next couple weeks. So we are doing Comic-Con really big this time, hopefully. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you guys again. And are we thank ready you. to call it an evening? Oh, yeah. It's my bedtime. <laughs> yeah, I got to go and do some things on Apothecary before I go to bed. And uh, so I will see you guys. I will talk to you guys next week, next Monday here on Let's Talk TV Live. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Take care, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.